That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I am here with my very good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hi, James. How are you doing today? And have you done your weekly review? Hi, Jean. I am doing well today, um, but I have not done my weekly review. Once again, much to my somewhat shame. <laughs> but you're still getting things done. I am still getting things done. That's and um, so am I. And um, yes, so that's I... that's probably the the more important thing. Um, but yeah, as as time passes, my trusted system becomes more and more rusty, and uh, mm. I I've been doing some work in it, but nothing close to a full review. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, same here. And I, you know, I can give all the usual excuses, but feel free to refer to previous episodes of the weekly review. One of them will certainly apply. Uh, but as um, we know, it's, you know, still, it's a system, but the system is not the goal. The goal is getting things done. And I feel good about where I am right now. So, uh, yeah, so this week, um, I've wanted to talk about something. It's like a theme that's I know has been near and dear to my heart. Uh, and it's got crystallized for me in uh, a blog post uh, on a blog that I've been following off and on since the 2006 when it first started called Get Rich Slowly. And it was uh, founded and is mostly authored by a guy named J.D. Roth. He's actually based here in Portland. And I got to meet him at a couple of uh, uh, conferences in the Portland area. And I just really like his like, kind of no nonsense. I'm not a guru. I just need to get my life sorted out. And here's how I'm doing it. And if it helps you great, which I feel definitely inspired my attitude towards the weekly review podcast as well, which is, we're, we're doing what we can, we are not uh, trying to be professional productivity experts, we're just two people uh, getting things done. So, so JD is one such person, although having had this blog over almost 15 years, he, he's, he's a guru now. <laughs> he <laughs> definitely is. He went from being very much in credit card debt and not really being very organized about his financial life or goals into being somebody who started a blog which got very popular and he was able to sell it and write books about uh, personal finance and he knows a lot of stuff. Um, and I've learned a lot of stuff from reading this blog, but this is a little different. It's not about this. Uh, he, he published a post just recently called The Clean Slate and I read it and in the middle of it I thought, oh my, that is me. I like having a clean slate. I mean... I do much better if I can start from zero. And it's very rare that you can really start from zero. But 
I think last summer before I uh, had the whole, um, you know, accident with my knee and my summer plan got cut in half, we actually recorded a podcast where I talked about how when I'm traveling, I it helps me instill good habits because there's so few distractions that I have at home that, you know, I get a little bit of a tunnel vision, which is I'm here in this foreign country and I just need to, you know, uh, walk back and forth from my apartment to my classes. I don't have a car. I get a lot of walking done. I get a lot of cooking done because I'm trying to be frugal and I, you know, I can't do a lot of cooking. It's not like a full kitchen in this little Airbnb, but I, at least I can focus and get food cooked. And also maybe I'm a little afraid to go out to eat (laughs) because I don't totally understand the language or the food yet. Um, Anyway, I we did that. I'll have to look up the episode number, but it was last July. And I realized reading JD's article about basically he realized that, you know, he's when he can have a clean slate, you know, it, it really relieves a lot of anxiety. And he recently rented some office space separate from his house. And he's been moving stuff into the office very intentionally, instead of taking everything from his house and dumping it in the office and then trying to organize it, he's doing it, you know, one pile of paper at a time. And I thought, yeah, that's, that appeals to me. I definitely, you know, when I, I can take away a lot of the, the noise, you know, sort of the mental noise of what's going on around me, I feel better, and then I get more done. So, um, and I also think, you know, there's been a couple times, once I actually did do OmniFocus bankruptcy, uh, very early on in the podcast, I said, I'm just gonna erase the whole thing, or at least save it and start over, because I'm not really using uh, OmniFocus the way it's intended to, I realized. And then I started over and it was great. I was I was like, "Ooh, clean slate." But, you know, I'm not a clean slate now, and I remember saying to you a couple months ago, "I think I'm going to do OmniFocus bankruptcy again." And I think, you know, it's because I I like that feeling of like, well, for a short time I can at least feel like I have control. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, I thought I mean, he he it's a long uh, post and I definitely um, recommend people go check it out. And, uh, you know, he talks about a lot of things like with travel where, you know, you start, you, if you pack really light, you know, or he did this uh, RV trip for like a year in a small, you know, motorhome. And it was, uh, you know, there's the options were limited and the stuff was limited and it does take a weight off of your shoulders to have that environment. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So I, but then the main thing that I thought was interesting in this article is he was talking about what, you know, with his blog now is, is not a clean slate anymore. <laughs> and, and he, he's not really able to say like, ditch everything that's in it and start over. But just thinking about how he could use the idea of a clean slate to get to a place where he f- felt, you know, like it 
it brought him energy instead of, you know, that feeling of malaise that when you have too much on your plate, and that it doesn't have to be a literal clean slate, like what if you somehow approach the problem to getting to that. And before we started recording, you you said something interesting to me, which I hadn't really thought of, which is doing a weekly review is a clean slate of sorts. And maybe instead of wanting to declare OmniFocus bankruptcy or any kind of bankruptcy on you know my digital life, um, maybe spending the time to close open loops or delete them and making sure everything is where it should be and that I know what's in there is a kind of clean slate. Um, yeah, and it only occurred to me as we were talking that, that that's in a sense what the weekly review is meant to be, is to kind of clear out all the cruft from the past week or now in my case the past what two and a half months um <laughs> and um and and get in a place where um you kind of feel in control <laughs> <laughs> excuse me um because that was another interesting thing i found in his article um or his blog post was that um that when he is kind of in a clean slate environment or he's starts from nothing and, you know, packs very specific things on a trip or carefully chooses what he puts in his office. The appealing part of that is that feeling of being in control of the situation that, you know, everything that, you know, you have with you, you know, everything that's in that RV that you're taking on a trip. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know I I think it's probably pretty common. Um, I'm assuming that many people do have that idea of the clean slate. Uh, that's part of the the whole New Year's resolution thing. Is the right. we're starting a new year. It's a clean slate. We can, you know, this year for sure. I'm going to do those things I've been resolving for the past twenty years. Mm-hmm. Um, or I remember even as a kid, right? Every new school year. Right, you'd get those fresh notebooks and oh, yeah. and your oh. trapper keeper, and you'd be like, <laughs> "This year for sure, I'm going to do all those assignments, and it's all going to be, you know." And then inevitably, within you know six weeks, it's all falling apart, and you're doing exactly what you used to. <laughs> but it feels, it, and I, 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 and the same thing happens at the start of a new version of a software project in software engineering. Right. Where it's like, well, you know, we're going to do it. And this time, for sure, we're not going to fall into the same pitfalls of needing to rush at the end. And we're going to be – and somehow it it always it always ends up being <laughs> – now, that's not to say that it's pointless to kind of evaluate and, you know, try to make changes going forward because it is. Um, I, mm-hmm. think, I think part of the difficulty is that human nature doesn't change much. Um, and in the end, we're all humans, so um, it is easy to fall back into the same sort of things. But I think I think improvements are possible, especially over mm-hmm. time. You learn, um, you know, different tricks, life hacks to to avoid situations you ran into before. Yeah. Um, but to me, the clean slate, like it's a balance, right? I I love a clean slate. It's nice to start fresh. But I, I was also thinking about 
something like declaring OmniFocus bankruptcy in the context of GTD, where I have a feeling that declaring it is kind of gives you a false sense of control. Because what you've kind of done is you said, well, I have all these open loops that I used to have listed, and now <laughs> I'm just going to ignore them all for a while. But over time, they're all going to creep back in if I'm actually capturing and what have you. Um, so I'm just going to pick a few things to focus on and completely forget, a, like try to ignore everything else, um, which gives you a sense of control, I think, but also gives you like, I think it also you. It's not like the things that aren't on your list anymore went away <laughs> if you didn't put the the. uh chimney on your list immediately it didn't mean that the chimney was suddenly better it <laughs> right it just meant yes it's magical you take it off your to-do list and it's done now i would That's buy that app i would buy that app <laughs> i would pay a lot of money for that app i think a lot of people would <laughs> i think it's a, i can see it as like a little movie with jim carrey somehow um but no, that yeah. Does the name not of the happen. movie would be called it. You'd call it to do, <laughs> or to done, or something like that. I could. It writes itself. It'd be so. <laughs> but then you know you remove things on your. Well, yeah. Anyway, um, now yeah. I'm, now we're pitching Sorry. movies. That's okay. S yeah, I, that was a, that was a rat hole that I opened this, up there. The script will write itself. And just like the tasks just, will do themselves. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Um, uh, but yeah. I, I do very much – I always love clean slates. And that's one of the reasons I think I like traveling. Me and too. I like hotel rooms. Me too. Because there's still so much clutter at my house. And now, like – with dad passing, every time I go home to New Jersey, there's stuff that I want to go through at some point. So I, but my, there's, you know, where the house is right. getting cleaned out. So there's, there's always more stuff showing up at my yeah. house that I, and it's, it's not a clean slate and it's, it is demoralizing and paralyzing. Um, yeah. That may be part of the reason why I haven't gotten to a weekly review in a while, to be honest, is just, oh, um, it's just I do want to ignore and not think about that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, the nice thing about a trip is you took what you took with you, and that's all you have. And right. you get to a hotel room, and it's empty and clean, and there's no clutter except for any clutter you happen to make yourself. Um and it just feels nice. And I have, like, just as he rented office space and, you know, is moving things in deliberately, mm -hmm. you know, I've had that thought of, like, well, maybe I should just, you know, temporarily rent, you know, a storage unit and put all the clutter there. Ooh, but, then yeah. I, but then I know <laughs> for certain that all that means is that I'd have a rental unit for the next few decades. I know. But, but, but then the other question is, would that be so bad? to live clutter-free, like with a clean slate. And mm. if you happen to never get to that, and it's not, you know, it's not too financially draining, is yeah. that, an, like, would that be a reasonable thing to do? 
It's interesting. I, I, you know, I've wondered, honestly, why I see so many storage units being built all over Portland and other places. Like, I thought people had figured out, you know, that storage isn't uh, a solution for their problems, but maybe it is. And maybe that's just a thing that we do now. I mean, I, I certainly... Your uh, your storage unit that you'll have for the next few decades and maybe never empty out will end up on reality television where you right. people go and pay to get your stuff and, and they find all your cool tchotchkes that you haven't given away yet. Yeah, don't put the tchotchkes in storage. No, no, yeah. no, this would be... And and even then, like, that, that doesn't seem... I've considered it, I've priced it out in the past, and then in the end, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, but if I put stuff in there, it's never getting, or get, like, it's right. it's just going to be in there. Like, I, if I make that decision, possibly I might as well just throw that all out. Yeah, that's what the, I was just thinking. Yeah. The odds that I'm going to go through it if it's not actually at my house are almost nil. Yeah. Um. So... Well, that's another principle, you know, that I know for a fact, out of sight, out of mind mm-hmm. for me. And, you know, it's um, it, it manifests in so many different ways. And one of them is, you know, stuffing a bunch of OmniFocus items into somewhere and putting them on, you know, deferred until several months from now. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing's going to happen with them as, as by plan. But probably when those several months are up, uh, and I look at them again, either I'm going to defer them again, or I should probably delete them. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, even something as simple as like today, what I was doing laundry and I, and it's downstairs in the basement. It's kind of tricky for me to go up and down the stairs still and. And I and it's not right in my face, and I forget like oh something obscure has been in the wash, and I forgot you know, and it's you know all wrinkly in the dryer now because mm-hmm. it sat there for a week because it, I didn't need it and it wasn't in front of me, and so, huh? Anyway, yeah, that's a whole nother topic. My my new fantasy about moving to something where everything's on the same level. <laughs> But that's more than a project. That's a life. That's a big life decision. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but yeah, in the meantime, I think what I am going to take away from this article, uh, the Clean Slate article by JD, is I do have um, many little boxes in my office now that are stuff that I've cleared off of my dining room table and said, I am going to process these tomorrow and tomorrow basically becomes never and because you know there's nothing in there that either they don't send me again or I don't get an email about or whatever but you know there's going to be some stuff in these boxes I'll say oh shoot I should have done something with that Mm -hmm. before now but instead of sitting in my office where I see all the boxes I'm going to take one box out to the cleared off dining room table (laughs) 
and process it out there where I, you know, feel like at least the, the dining room, living room area is a clean slate, you know, um, because I basically reorganized the clutter to be somewhere else. So, well, I may I think, as well take advantage of it. I think, yeah, that notion of having kind of that, now that that table is something that is not a clutter area, putting a box of stuff there suddenly like feels very wrong, hopefully, mm -hmm. right? And, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> and that kind of in like encourages you to process that box of stuff. Yeah. Now, if you find that it sits there for like a week or two and you still haven't processed it, you might as well just put it back where it was. Because <laughs> it's not getting done, right? But but as a life yeah. hack to take a, a spot that's usually clean or clear and uh -huh. clutter it up with something you want processed, that, that seems like a good idea to me. Yeah. Um, the problem is, well, the, the thing to look out for is the, the backsliding where, oh, well, there's that box of stuff I need to process. Maybe I'll just put this pile of stuff next to it. And then suddenly you've <laughs> lost a clear space, which is what happened to my kitchen table. Mm -hmm. Um, it used to be clear for a little while and now it is not. <laughs> mm. And it's, uh, it, it needs to be again. Yeah. That uh, no, that is definitely one of my my problems for sure. And uh, I mean, here's a little life hack uh, that helps you get a clean slate: is invite people over. You will clean slate your living room and dining yes, room right away. True. I mean, and, uh, <laughs> some other room might bear the brunt of that. <laughs> true, but yeah. at least you have somewhere in your house to. Uh, yeah, I. I had some friends over uh, a couple n nights ago for, you know, just for drinks and for playing with the guinea pigs, uh, which is uh, an activity, as you know, in my house. And um, I was, you know, throughout the week, I had been letting little things slide. And so basically an hour before they're coming over, I go, okay, here's what you're going to do <laughs> to make the place seem like I think people don't think I'm very cluttered. Of course, I've been keeping them out of my office. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, and later after this podcast, somebody is coming over, and that encouraged me to get a few things, you know, picked up. And I I think having a visitor once a week might be a good idea for me. And and, uh, and one yeah. thing um, that. Uh I do have uh, uh, some folks come in and clean every couple of weeks. Oh, that's um, good. And so, but of course, if the place is a complete shambles, you can't even clean the place. Well, yeah. So I literally have a task called Clean for Cleaners. Yeah. Which, so again, it's like kind of this periodic, and it's also how I try to leave the place when I, when I leave um, for a trip, even if it's just a couple days, um, is kind of have it in this somewhat okay state. Um, yeah. And so having those kind of those kind of forcing functions is very helpful. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. Actually, I don't tend to have uh, house cleaners come on a regular basis, but usually like 
before, after guests, holidays, things like that. And I've procrastinated because I, you know, feel like I have too much cleaning for the cleaners to do. But if I were to schedule a, a date with the cleaners, you know, a couple of weeks out, I would get ready for that. That would be mm-hmm. enough time. So, so that's good. That's like visitors that you pay to come. Exactly. <laughs> and and they, they leave the place cleaner than they, then they found then it. They found it, which is, which is all great. Um, well, and also, you know, when I travel, there's a pet sitter that comes in for Dexter. So, oh, that's um, right. So I also don't yeah. want the place to be, you know, right. too, no, I'm, too terribly off. No, I'm like that also for the guinea pigs because uh, I have, you know, yes, I I do not leave the place a shambles. Um, but I, it could, you know, it could be neater. And I, I'm definitely going to. Uh, I'm going to number these boxes, you know, I don't even know, I should have been dating them. I should have been honest with myself <laughs> and, and put a date on them. So I would know which one's the oldest. But I'm going to try to go from most recent to oldest, because obviously, the oldest stuff, if I haven't dealt with it by now, it obviously isn't that urgent. <laughs> right. And, uh, and get these little boxes out of the I mean, they're just like little Amazon boxes like the size of maybe a big book you know they're mm-hmm. perfect for sticking unprocessed snail mail in so. absolutely yep anyway so uh well uh that's my goal for my i'm going to use my clean slate of a table to get uh to a clean slate in the office and uh and do you have anything else you wanted to add to the, on this uh Topic, James? Uh, no, I think uh, I should. I I have a stack of snail mail I need to process, so um, I'd like to do that possibly right after we finish recording. So I think it's a good idea. All right, well then let's um, let's get back to getting things done, listeners. If you have any uh, hacks of your own, you know, if you have a way of getting to a clean slate or you know some kind of clean slate. Um, strategy that you can use to give yourself momentum to get things done, please share it with us. You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm, on micro.blog and Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review. And you can email us at say hello at The Weekly Review. And our contest is still going on. We are, um, if you are new to the podcast, you will have maybe not realize how many weeks it's been since James has done a weekly review. And to be perfectly honest, how many weeks it's been since I've done one, but James put it out there a few episodes ago that he would um, offer prizes to the person who picks the week that James actually completes a full weekly review. Um, You can send us an email at say hello at the weekly review.fm with the subject weekly review week guests or at least put the word guess in the in the subject line so I can collect those emails and and James won't have to read them and pick the Sunday that uh, of the week that you think James will uh, actually complete that full weekly review and he has many interesting prizes uh, stuff from his house as he terms it but it's uh, James has a lot of cool stuff and you would be happy to win win it so yes please please let us uh, know what, when you think James will finally do his weekly review. Uh, 
And with that, thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you got